Welcome back to Kind of Safe for Work. We are here. We are. I mean, <laughs> it's been a little little rough getting here. I feel like the past two weeks have been crazy. I know. We've been sort of off our game a little bit. Our goal for December, the rest of December in 2020 is to roll, yeah. ramp it back up again. I think our New Year's resolution just should just be to, like, get our shit together. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Which we will. We totally we, will once the holidays are over. Yeah, it's just a tough time of year. I Seriously, I have not even come close to finishing my holiday shopping. And just for a frame of reference, Christmas Eve is a week from today from all yes, recording. Yes, it is. Yeah, yep, yeah a so. week from now I'll be in Florida, which I'm very excited oh. about. I think I have most of my shopping done, but mm, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's not easy. I did everything I've got. I wrapped because I love wrapping gifts. So I have that done. I'm like 50% of the way there. That's good. I like to wrap, but I don't like to wrap like one thing at a time. So if I like, I'll wait to have stuff, but I've done, I've, I've done the same thing so far this year. Yeah, no, I think that's like a good way to do it because it's almost like, I mean, I know people hate it, but I feel like it's really fun. So if I'm going to wrap something, I want to wrap like 10 things. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone can send me their gifts that they need wrapped and I'll do it happily. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. She's going to start a side business. Yeah, side I hustle. Like that's something people <laughs> pay a lot of money for. I know. I saw the people doing it the last time I was at the mall and I was like, mm-hmm. how do I get that job? I don't know if I'm good enough, but. I mean, they probably train you too. Like there has to be special techniques. Yeah, where do the where do they find these people? <laughs> how, how do you do that? I know. <sighs> All right, I know. so we are here for a specific reason today. Yes, we are. Our, on our last episode, um, which we kind of threw together very quickly and <laughs> very quickly, very last because minute. I mean, yeah, it was because of some te- technical difficulties. So I think. All things considered, doing yeah. an episode was all that mattered. Definitely. <laughs> Whether it came out great, eh, it's, you know. It's okay. It's, <laughs> it's out fine. there. But on that episode, we mentioned us having a conference coming up, and mm-hmm. that conference has now happened. So we're here to it recap. <laughs> we are. It was called, I wish you had a, ju- a drum roll. Oh my God, why can't I talk today? Literally, I'm tripping over my words. Sometimes I um, listen back on episodes and I'm like, why does it sound like you have marbles in your mouth? Yeah, Not you, me. That's how I feel. Like, I don't know Not why me. I can't me speak. <laughs> I think I'm like too comfy right now because I'm calling in because I couldn't find my mic. And so I'm like sitting in my bed with this new Barefoot Dreams towel. Um, oh my God. I hate myself. It's a blanket. <laughs> like, if I, I didn't know any better, I would think I was like five drinks in right now. Okay. Whew, moving on. I cannot have. I <laughs> think about alcohol for. Like, I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't remind you. You had a. It's okay. A rough one yesterday. <laughs> but yeah. Fine. So last week, Morgan and I went to the women's conference Is the massachusetts the women's conference the massachusetts women's conference we went last year mm-hmm. and we had to make it an annual thing yeah we we only go to opening night yeah uh, we don't go to actually, the actual conference <laughs> yeah that's a lot of that's really expensive and our companies don't pay for it yeah so i don't even know how i would have handled this close to christmas having days that i couldn't they, get a bunch of work done true so very true and 
I don't know. It's kind of, If it were, like, two weeks earlier, I think it'd be good, like, the first yeah. week of December. But being the second or third is tough. It is. But, but opening I'll, night is, like... Opening night's fun. It's after work. Mm-hmm. Get some inspiration. Yes. The speakers at opening night, I thought, were great. I don't know who spoke at the actual conference, but the people we saw were good enough for me. They were, like, I the know top that, of my list. Um, Megan Rapino spoke at, she was like one of the keynotes on Thursday. So that's exciting. I have no idea who that is. Megan Rapino was, I don't know if she was captain, but was on the um, women's national soccer team that just won the World Cup this past year again. Okay. Um, She's been one of the leaders um, in the argument about the women's team getting equal pay to the men's team, um, which is a huge topic in today's world about women getting equal pay because at least white women still make 70 cents the white man's dollar and it, it goes down from there, um, for especially women of color. Um, I think it's like women of color make like 45 or 50 cents to the white man's dollar. So it's a big discrepancy. Yeah, I just Googled her, by the way. I, I recognize her. Yeah, she's really cool. I've heard her speak, like, I've seen videos of her speaking before, and she's really awesome. I didn't even know that she was a keynote on day two until I saw videos the next day. Like, I didn't even know when we were there that she was speaking. Yeah, I had no idea. But we saw um, We saw awesome people. people, too. Yeah, we saw the founders of the skim, which I think is so cool because they started the skim when they were, like, 25, which is yeah. how old I am. You mm-hmm. still have a couple years to get there. But it's like, I mean, I can't imagine starting this media company that is, you know, at this age that will become something huge. Right. They didn't know that either, though. So it's like, eh, who knows yeah. what will happen in the next five years. True, true. And it, it's one of those things where, like, you, everybody always says it when they when somebody creates like a unicorn like that is they didn't expect it to take off but mm-hmm. this is literally it's such a genius idea where it's women just trying to educate other women it's completely factual they just link off to other they have their own copywriters but they'll also link off to other news articles and videos and their whole goal is to educate millennial women right cause they do it in such like a how we would talk to each other way mm-hmm. which is what like who has the time to read through a bunch of big news articles? Having it condensed into one newsletter is genius. Mm-hmm. So, and it, it literally I, is there every day. Yep, it is. I love That's, it. I thought they were great. Yeah. And it was fun because they were friends, so it's cool to he- hear them back bounce off each other. Mm-hmm. Um, one of it, them, I forget her name, but I love I was really into her outfit, too. Like, they just both, I mean, they looked like total, like, bosses up there. Yeah. But they were, like mellow and like not you know Mm -hmm. they didn't think they were better than everyone in the room which was also cool definitely um I took away like two big things from their convert from things that they said um one like the Danielle who's one of them I think she was on the right with Mm -hmm. the brown hair um but she said like this is a quote to be a citizen of the world you just need to know what's going on which I think Mm -hmm. is so huge because yeah there are so many people that just don't or just unaware of what's going on in the world around them, whether it be globally or even like politically or civically in their own communities. So I think that was like a really good 
touch point that like everyone should take the time to know what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And then the other thing was Carly, Mm -hmm. the other girl's name. She said the reason that they succeeded is because they were naive, which I just think is like very interesting because I mean, she basically said like they didn't know what they didn't know. So they weren't afraid of it. Yeah. I mean, it's true. If you think about it, the amount of times people maybe don't do something because they think they don't, you know, like they think they're not experienced enough to do it and that, you know, it holds them back, but they kind of just went for this thing. They knew that they didn't know everything. And then because they used it as an advantage to not be afraid of these things that other people who knew maybe would, you know, have not went for that business move or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially that was one of those things she was like, we weren't afraid of, of failing because we didn't really know what failing was or have like set goals of things, which is, Mm -hmm. I also think like interesting to think about because like studying business, like you're taught to have goals and to like judge yourself and to measure your success. And without those, Mm -hmm. it's sort of interesting to start something without knowing what your end goal or what your first goal is at least. So their first goal was literally just to start it and get information out there. And it turned into this project that has, I think they, some, they had something like 7 million subscribers. Something Is that a number Probably. out there? Um, yeah, it was something crazy. I know that they have been doing it for seven years. They had some crazy amount. Usually things like this, I would be taking notes. But I didn't take any notes this time. So or I took a couple notes. But like I usually have a notebook with me at conferences. Right. Writing all the stats down. But I mean, their reach is huge. I feel like almost every girl I know or mm-hmm. that I follow on Twitter subscribes to the skim Mm -hmm. and posts about it and like that's how we get our information I mean I know I do so yeah it's one of those things too where even if you're not because I'll admit I don't I I've been getting it to my inbox for probably three or four years now and I don't read it every day um because there's so many things come to our inboxes but when I do I love it and I appreciate it but it's also good to know like that it's there yeah Like, I have that resource if I ever were to want it or need it. And it's also a thing where I think that almost every, like, female our age knows of it. Like, it's something that, like, if you are a young woman, like, you know that the skim is for you. And I think that's something really powerful, too, to know that something was created just for us. Yeah. No, I totally agree. So we saw them. And then... (laughs) The big exciting so ones. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I was like really nervous that we were gonna miss her, or that I don't, we weren't gonna get a seat for this. Mm-hmm. But Angie Thomas, who is an author who wrote *The Hate You Give*, was like, was she a keynote? Is that what they would consider it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the keynote. She was amazing. She was so she, cute and funny, and like she inspiring. was. I didn't. So I have heard of her books, but hadn't read them, and they. I have now ordered them. On Amazon, I will be reading yes. them. Um, I will You'll also be them. watching both movies since her second book, On the Come Up, was just signed to be a movie. So that'll probably come out in a year or two. Yeah. But they're on my list now. Um, but I didn't expect her to be so young. Like, I know she writes as a young girl and she her, not, her books are technically young adult novels. Mm-hmm. But she is, I think she's under 30, right? 
Um, I think so, yeah. I honestly thought she was a lot older, too. I'm going to look up her age right now. She um, was so cute and so sweet. She was. And she said a few things that I thought was amazing. I mean, she said more than a few things that I thought were amazing. Oh, I so many notes of things that she yeah. said. Um, as someone who loves reading, is in a book club, is constantly pushing my book recommendations down everyone else's throat, um, I liked what she said. She did a whole part about, you know, like empathy. Mm -hmm. And she said, if you spend 300 pages in the shoes of someone unlike you, it should build empathy, which Mm -hmm. I read The Hate You Give. And I feel like that is the perfect way to describe it, because obviously, as a white girl who Mm -hmm. grew up in Massachusetts, has had a pretty, you know, a good life, got to go to college, you know, I I would consider myself very privileged and I have Mm -hmm. no idea what it's like to be someone else. But I genuinely felt like. She wrote so well that I could feel, at least while I was reading the book, like I was in Star's shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you can't get the full, you know, feel for right. it. But as much as a, as much as you'll ever be able to feel like that, I feel like books can do that, and I feel like her books specifically do that. Um, I mean, like I think I was sobbing at parts of the book. Yeah, I was super happy at other parts. Like it was a really well-written book and I highly recommend it to everybody. Yeah. I could tell by the way she was speaking that she is an incredible writer. So I'm so excited to read her books. Mm-hmm. Um, but I one thought it was so extremely important that on opening night, the keynote speaker was a young woman of color because women of color in general challenge demographic out there and mm-hmm. to give them a voice and to also like show young women of color examples of themselves is just so important um which is just in line with that I think it's the top five like pageant winners I don't know what like they're oh you know like Miss Universe Miss World Miss USA there's two others but are all currently women of color which is I one I believe the first time that's ever happened and two incredible um because like representation matters and it's so like it's so late in the time frame of the world but it's also so important that it's happening yeah totally I feel like it's, I mean it gives me hope for like 2020 and the next decade because as we've talked about between the <laughs> two of us not while recording uh yeah it's about to be a new decade so we We'll have a whole thing on that. <laughs> yeah. Coming soon. And then also on like 2020 <laughs> itself and some of the things that Angie was talking about, um, she said, make the political personal, which I think is a really good lesson, one in general for people, um, because I think that our society tends to just sort of like sweep things under the rug if it doesn't affect them. But then when something does affect them, they want like all the recognition in the world and it's really hard to ask for that if you don't give that same recognition to other people. So it's sort of like you have to recognize that every issue is personal to someone. So therefore, if you ha- if you you need to care about it, and, and in a way, you need to learn to make something personal to you too. Um, because I know I grew up in a mentality that like if you don't talk about politics, then it doesn't matter. But right. that is so unbelievably false so it's I think just a great lesson for a lot of people to consider that you need to 
like the skim says, educate yourself and to make it matter to you because in some way, shape or form, it does affect your life. Yeah. I don't know if they like recorded her speech or if anyone did and it's out there on the internet, because if so, I feel like everyone should watch it because Mm -hmm. the things she was saying about making the political personal. And at one point she did say something like the reverse too. Mm -hmm. I could never explain it as well as she did. But right. the points she made, the way she laid them out made so much sense. And I feel like those are, like, the lessons, especially in today's climate, that everyone needs to hear. And yeah. she's just – she was funny and cool. <laughs> so people should, should yeah, keep she an eye on so her. Cool. Yeah, I know. I, like, want to be her. She had, like, a cool – I don't even know. Was it, like, a cheetah print dress? And I think, like, cool yeah, sneakers. Yeah, she did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah she I have awesome. always – this is a little bit more superficial, but I've always wanted to be one of those people that can wear, like, sneakers to be cool. But I just, like, I can't. Why? Well, I, I feel like you could. No, I, I am telling you, they just don't work on me. Like, mm-hmm. every sneaker I wear just literally looks like I'm either a mom or I'm in running shoes. Like, it just, it doesn't work. And I hate that because, like, some people are so comfortable. Or my feet get cold, so I would love to wear socks with not like uncomfortable or heels and it just it's hard Morgan next time I come over I need to look at what you have for sneakers like what are you trying (laughs) well we're putting together an outfit for you see that's the thing is like you're gonna wear more sneakers see that's the thing is I don't have any really because like every time I tried them on I'm like no doesn't work so let's just go shopping we'll see what happens in the new year Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, I'm, you know, I'm always down to go shopping. Yeah, we can Wait, can we, I mean, I feel like it's very bad of me to bring up my own outfit from the conference, but since you didn't do it, oh, we talked about how my pantsuit and how much I love pantsuits. I wore it, this cool green pantsuit. I walked I in like and I right now. only found Jess because she was in this bright green pantsuit. Like, otherwise, yeah. probably would have walked really... the other way, like... Wouldn't have found her. <laughs> I know. I I felt when I first walked in before you got there, I was like, wow, I'm embarrassed. I should not have worn something so, like, like over the top. But then oh, no. at, towards the end of the night, I was like, oh, no, I really like it. And, like, you got so many compliments. People said they liked it and a few other people did. So I was like, okay. Yeah, I liked that um, we went up to the queue. Or mm-hmm. I went up before you got there, too. But Lindsay that works at the queue and that owns the queue, she was like, that suit reminds me of money. And I was like, I'm going to start wearing this to manifest money into my life because it was like that bright of a green. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to start wearing it during like any bank meeting I have. <laughs> Maybe I'll wear it tomorrow because I'm supposed to go buy my buy my car outright. Oh, so, exciting. It'll be good. Uh, no, I don't want to. I have no yeah, choice. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, while talking but, about the Women's yeah. Conference, though, and... I mean, I've been struggling a little bit the last few days because nights about women and spaces for women only are very important, um, very well needed, and and also very exciting to be a part of, to be a woman and to be sitting in those environments. Uh, Not that Mm -hmm. saying that, like, it's only women allowed, but the fact that it's something about women listening to women um, makes it so personal being a woman. However, um, there was an article in the Boston Globe, um, and half the time I will see articles in the Boston Globe that I want to read, but either don't or can't because 
I'm always somehow out of free articles. Like every link I click (laughs) on, it's like I'm out of free articles. And I I don't know how or why, but anyway, um, I backdoored it somehow to to be able to read this article. (laughs) um, And I can share it um, again on my Facebook or on the KSFW Facebook so people can read it because it is very important to read topics like this, um, especially about things that are meant to be inclusive that aren't always. But on day two of the Mm -hmm. conference, there had been, I guess, like a breakout session um, for mentoring for women of color. Um, But the woman that that wrote this article um, described it as them literally being put in a box. Um, (laughs) The fact that it was like in a corner, um, only like 30 or 40 women at a time were allowed in, um, that the line was so long, so there just wasn't enough space in order to give women of color the space that they needed um and she acknowledged the fact that there were other breakout sessions that were also boxed in and cornered in however she just felt like it was just another clear example to like segregate and like push off women of color which I think is a valid feeling and emotion to have um so Mm -hmm. I think it's while these types of events are so important and so necessary to have, it's also important to think about are they including everybody? Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm, like, on the globe right now trying to find that. Yeah, you'll probably never find it because (laughs) it's the globe. There's also so many things on here. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't even know where to look. It's a big news week. And it's a lot of things about, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, of course, the the biggest thing on the front of the Globe's website is the Patriots videotaping scandal. Oh, Obviously, yeah, that's right. That wow, New one. England news, folks. Yeah. Pa- Patriots videotaping scandal comes before the impeachment trial of the President of the United States. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's literally like... This is why the rest of the country hates us. This is... That's, that's exactly why. When I was in New York this weekend, it was on the news. I was at like a bar waiting to go catch my my ride home, and I like was looking around and I was like, oh, "People are probably like, oh, of course." And I'm sitting there like, "Oh no, I wish this was not on the TV right now." I saw some. I saw like, I don't know who the article was, but I saw it on Facebook today, and it was like, I guess like another clip came out, and it's like looks really bad now for the Patriots, and it's just not good. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. I can't deal with, <laughs> like, Twitter and people hating on the Patriots, like, as much as bad calls last time, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, two weeks ago was a really rough game. I was, so, I was like, actually upset watching. I think my whole, we were, like, decorating our, the Christmas tree at my dad's house, mm-hmm. and, I mean, end up obviously still being, like, a joyous family night, but, like, <laughs> instead of decorating the tree like me my dad my brothers were just standing around like watching the tv and my stepmom was like do you guys want to put some ornaments on like <laughs> no I, mean, I want to get some pictures of you guys and we're like no <laughs> this is this is this bad is important we're not doing good right. these calls suck <laughs> so, living in new england yeah we have priorities here yes clearly <laughs> clearly um <clears throat> Trying to think about what other thoughts I had from the women's conference. I may have a new volunteering um, experience coming up um, that I'm gonna 
keep personal for like I mean obviously Jess knows she was there but if anything comes Mm -hmm. of it I will definitely talk about it because it's something that's really important to me and and has been for years so I'm hoping that I can make this happen um especially because you you were so excited when Mm -hmm. you like found the booth and were talking to the lady about it as soon as I got in my car I called my mom and I was like mom like guess what I just saw at the women's conference and she was like I woke her up she I don't know why she was asleep at nine o'clock at night but she was asleep (laughs) and so she wasn't as excited for me and it just like crushed me and I was like I don't want to talk to you anymore (laughs) I can't do it but that's okay she's actually very excited for me when she's like coherent because it also like meant a lot for to her so yeah yeah it'll be good especially um, yeah. it's sort of on the same topic, <clears throat> but I, and I know that I've had this conversation with a bunch of people, a bunch of friends from school, a bunch of my friends from home. Um, but while I was in college, I was, um, super active in the communities that I was in, both at Suffolk in Boston, um, and around the world or in the country. Um, and I got to do a lot of incredible things. And one of the biggest things I've struggled, and I've stayed involved, um, with the school in Cambodia and I've been doing some volunteering but one of the things I struggle with daily is um not having as much of a connection to my community and as much of an impact as I would like to have on the world around me um I just sort of that became such a huge part of my life and I it's not as much right now and that's something I've struggled with so to be able to have something that could be so personal to me and also help people I'm like really excited about yeah I think that's really nice and I feel like everyone kind of needs that thing Mm mm-hmm I don't think, I mean, I don't have that thing right now. I don't know. I, I don't have time to have that thing. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, nice when you do have it. Yeah. That's something, it's definitely a hard balance. But I would like to like make it a regular part of my life so that it doesn't really feel like a balance. It just sort of feels like part of my life. Yeah. I'm trying to think. We also saw some really good, um, like cute women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. I feel like there were a lot more smaller, like, unique businesses this year than last year. Yeah. Like, last year, I feel like it was more, like, yeah, clothing, I feel like scarves and stuff like that or places we knew where, yeah, I mean, there's always still the big companies. Like, <laughs> they always need, like, like, we stopped at Wayfair, which is a, a cute setup, and they need those big sponsors, but mm-hmm. the smaller ones were really cool. Yeah. I really were- liked um... – the wine thing it was like those little wine insulated bags oh yeah those were cool I took that I I have the name of it somewhere yeah I wish I I could like shout them out but (laughs) do you remember the name of the place that had the RBG um like clothes and shirts and stuff um and they also had like a location for women because I have the paper right in front of me. We were <laughs> so hoping called... that this place was in Boston and we could, like, buy a membership and be there, and they are not. Yeah, it's called, I guess, the Outrage. Um, and it's, like, this place that says they have, like, events, speakers and workshops, basically, like, co-working space, Wi-Fi, snacks, um, charging stations, a library, I don't know, just all this stuff, and it looks so cute. And you can get day passes. It's way cheaper than any co-working space in Boston, and they are not here. So that's sad. I think she said they had plans in 2021. So will you all keep our fingers crossed and be in line when they open? Seriously, we'll be their first members. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there, yeah, there was definitely a lot time. of, like, 
yeah, there was definitely a lot of like feminist, um, like material mm-hmm. clothing, um, items for sale, which was really cool this year. Cause you see that sort yeah. of stuff online. I thought that but there was actually... a lot of great stuff. Yeah. But you see that sort of stuff online. Like you always see like, whether it be like the RBG, like, um, necklaces or, you know, fight the patriarchy stuff. You see it online, but I've never really seen it in person. So it was so cool to kind of see those companies like exist in front of me. Yeah. One of my clients, um, Chill Sugar, they're in Chestnut Hill mm-hmm. and they have like, you know, like artisanal candies and cute gift stuff, kind of a little bit of everything. And they had, I remember the first day I went in there, one of the first things I saw was this like RBG um, action figure. And it happened to be stationed right next to like, this t-shirt that said original gangster and it was like the greatest (laughs) oh my god that is so cool like you have to get those as like a gift together I feel like those would go so good that's such a good gift I've never been oh my god I'll go with you so we can eat a bunch of candy yes that's so cute (laughs) I love that I know I feel like I need to shop small maybe that's a 2020 goal yeah, I feel like there's a lot more cute stuff at, like, local boutiques and stuff like that. Like, even when I was just in New York, I there was no way to really search for the smaller shops. I, like, mm-hmm. me and my mom sat, we were getting coffee, and we were trying to find, like, cute shops near us. <clears throat> we had, like, walked through, like, Greenwich and went into a few that we just stumbled upon. But overall, like, you pretty much have to just stumble upon them. So right. we ended up going to one of the markets, um... And they had so many cute things that were all, like, small businesses. And they had much more unique stuff. So it was yeah. the perfect gifting. I got some Christmas shopping done. And it just made me, like, want to do more shopping like that. Like, as much as I love going to, like, a mall. Right. I feel right. like I should be going to smaller stores that are locally mm-hmm. owned and have more unique things. Definitely. Yeah, because everyone has the same shirts and sweaters at this point. So, mm-hmm. Finding unique stuff is really cool, especially when it comes to, like, decor and stuff. Like, I don't want a picture that everyone else has their wall from Marshalls. Exactly. I know. I have, like, a few artists I follow on Instagram that when I move next year, I'm already planning on, like, getting art from them or Mm -hmm. getting, like, random little decor pieces from them. Right. Because their stuff's cute and they, they make it. Like, I know it's coming from them. Right. So... No, I yeah, just, definitely. I just you're you're supporting. So. <laughs> yeah, somewhere to put it. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's a really good takeaway too is like supporting people that need to be supported. Like Target doesn't need your money. But that's a shop true. a shop They'll in your still town. Probably get it, but <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's certain things that are just unavoidable. Like you're going to go and buy like cleaning products and toilet paper, but home decor, clothing, you or gifts you could find at much cooler, nicer, closer places that need it more. Yeah. And if you're, like, getting gifts, the chances that the person already has or is going to get the same thing as a gift are much smaller when you go to a small store that isn't as well-known or isn't, like, you know, in every single town, which Mm -hmm. is huge because I always get really nervous that someone already owns something and then I'm going to buy it for them. (laughs) Yeah, that is very true. Well, all right. This has been, I think, a really productive, quick chat. I'm like, I love that we do this, like that we go to the conference. 
Me too. I, and it's like, I mean, obviously we hang out and we would do stuff, but we know that this is something we both enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like anytime I see something like this, like if I plan on going, like you're the first person I think of to go, it's like this mutual, yeah. not a hobby, but you know what I mean? Like an interest that we both have. And Right. No, I like and it. I know that so like. It's always fun. Yeah. It's also like you want to go with someone that like also cares or that also like has an interest. You don't want to go with someone that it doesn't mean anything to them. We'll be there next year if there's another one. Yes, we will. So, and we'll be back in a few weeks to talk about the end of the decade. Oh, oh my God. I'm so excited. I started looking through like pictures and stuff from the beginning of the decade, which I think I'm going to, we'll have to share them on on social media I, just I already did so my funny. they so, are funny I, I already did my decade challenge which I'm that photo's oh. on my Facebook like people could go find it and I'll share it again it's fine oh oh my god <laughs> I saw it's, that I was wondering if I could take that photo for it okay yeah you could have it I'll, I'll send it to you <laughs> it's okay whatever you know no. the glow yeah, up is real it, it happened yeah that's the thing I feel like it makes me feel better I'm like huh. Eh. You know what? Right. That happened. I only hope in <laughs> the next like decade that I continue to look better. I know. But if it's an upward sloping whatever, I'm good. I'm fine with it. I agree. Yeah. So that'll be a good one. We gotta we gotta really do a deep dive into what happened this decade and we will talk about it all here on the podcast <laughs> very soon. Yes. But thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later.